0: Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Mertusa from Salinas join us. I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Shauna. So my name is Mert. Um, A lot of my friends and peers call me that, Uh, so up to you. Uh, so I've been working at Salonis now for three years, and so most recently as a sales enablement manager, training our North American sales organization with a concentration on our BDR SDR team. And just a little more about me, when I'm not at Salonis, I work as an artist selling paintings and creating murals internationally. So it's been pretty cool how each job has given me insights and tremendous help on the other job. So it's been awesome. And just a little bit about the company. Um, Solonis is a process mining software company that's helping companies remove friction from their business processes and helping streamline customer experiences for everyone.
0: Well, Mert, thank you so much for joining us. And before your career in sales enablement, uh, you also did a lot of work in business development. Can you tell us about how your experience as a BDR guides your approach to sales enablement?
1: Definitely. It's a good question. So I think it means a lot as an enablement manager, you know, teaching, ramping, onboarding topics and discussions around something I've done for many years before I was a manager, right? So I started off as one of the BDRs, one of the first BDRs in the company in 2017 and rose up to a senior role. From the senior role, I was tracking on bigger accounts. And during that time, we were really scaling, right? And so I, I really enjoyed the training aspects of it when I was getting new reps coming on board. Um, getting them up to speed, being a coach, helping them exceed uh, records and numbers and all that fun stuff. So at that point, my boss at the time, Ryan Gold, had crafted this hybrid player coach player coach position where I was not only holding my own bag, but I was carrying and helping um, create a complex enablement program that was a foundation from what Ryan had built. So it was my responsibility to make them more complex, scalable have ways to track everything, make a fun, unique experience for new hires, and, and be a very continuous engine that is helping uh, our North American region. And, and now I have fully transitioned into the enablement role under Dick Dunkel, who, where I'm now training not only BDRs, but the sales North American team with the focus on the BDR-SDR function.
0: Well, fantastic. And that's that's a ton of growth in such a short amount of time. And I, I noticed you mentioned uh, the notion of new hires. So you tend to focus heavily on onboarding and training. Can you share with us how your organization strives to implement successful onboarding programs?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think there are two main principles that I personally really strive to implement when it comes to our onboarding and training. Number one is teaching the important topics in five different ways. So I understand people learn different ways. My background is you know, is in art, so I'm a very visual learner, but there's people who might learn better in a classroom setting. They might learn through an LMS course, they might learn through a mentor, right? So I have ways to implement the quote unquote have to know topics in five different ways. This can be through an LMS course, through a classroom style discussion. Yeah, I create podcast episodes internally, so maybe a podcast episode While they're going for a run or working out, we do it through games, we do it through guest presenters, through BDR mentors, through guest speakers. So these topics have really gotten a lot of love through five different ways, and hopefully, this is helping these new reps uh, understand and hone in on the topics in different channels. And then, number two is making sure that everything is tracked, right? I heard a really good quote from an enable manager that says that if it can't be tracked, it doesn't exist, which is really true because you you have to always gauge what success means to you and the organization and for your reps, right? So I try to keep a pretty zero ego mentality, I guess you could say, where it comes to surveys, where it comes to feedback, where if reps are like, hey, Mer-, like this doesn't work or this wasn't the best way to learn something, I'm always evolving and changing things up. And super important for me to realize that constantly changing is like the only constant we have in the enablement world.
0: I love that. Many sales teams and business development reps can often be earlier on in their sales career. So how do you help ensure that they're set up for success with the right skills and knowledge uh, through kind of continuous and ongoing training?
1: Yeah, this is a this is a good one because when it comes to newer reps, it definitely takes a little more time for them to get used to it because it's a whole new world for them, right? They're speaking to prospects for the first time a lot of times over the phone, sending out personalized emails, building a muscle for social selling following a workflow that really enhances their strengths. And so, you know, that can be done through numerous channels, but I think there's definitely a fine line between reps being in training too long and reps not getting enough training. And what I mean by that, it's a super fine line that is, you know, hard for sometimes managers to really understand. So you can train them on workflow as much as you want. You can role play, you can have them demo forever, but it isn't until they're actually doing the job and getting thrown in the water, as you can say, that they learn the most. We have a very specific three-phase program at Salonis, and you know, it's not like we're just throwing them in the water and saying, "Hey, good luck, you know, have fun, we're out." They're still in training twice a week, even when they're on the phones or even when they're on, sending emails out. They still have after that once a week, and, and occasionally there's one-on-ones after that as well. So we, we're letting go of their hand slowly but comfortably, and So they're doing the job, gaining autonomy, but also having us as a resource when needed. So I think my biggest advice for leaders, for new reps is don't be afraid to to let them go early or be comfortable with the pace that you have right now, because that's really going to help you and your reps get into the water and learn quickly.
0: You've mentioned a, a mentorship program now a few times, and I'd love to learn a little bit more about how that's structured and how you measure the success of that.
1: Yeah. So this is something that the BDR leadership uh, and enablement kind of came together on. So BDR mentors or sales mentors are are like tenure reps who are mentoring someone who's newer or or someone who just joined the organization. And it's been a massive success. I mean, instead of asking questions to enablement or leadership for every small little thing, their mentors are really challenging challenging them to really understand themselves. Like, hey, good question what would you do in that situation great question but i would check our our faqs for that so they're they're like in that position where they're still holding their own bag and selling but they're also being a mentor to them as well which is a massive uptick because they know the current right now moments the struggles the challenges the the good stuff so it's been great
0: that's fantastic. I know a lot of practitioners out there are very interested in setting something up um, to help kind of in addition to the coaching that they should be getting from their frontline managers to also get that peer support. You know, right now, there's definitely been a, a, a heavy pivot to remote work environments, uh, given everything that uh, is going on in the world. So what are some strategies that you've implemented to conduct really effective training in this more virtual environment?
1: Yeah, I think it's an understatement to say that training has obviously been affected. um, It's a little more difficult to do everything virtually, right? I mean, enablement, coaching, continuous training over video doesn't quite always translate the way um, that you can do it in person, obviously. So a few things we've done to really help this. Um, Number one is to make sure that we are having those BDR mentors doing a lot of shadowing work with the with the new reps and what i mean by that is that um, we're having mentors on a video call and they're sharing their screen and the newer reps or people who just joined are watching them with their workflow their calls how they're conducting outreach etc it's been a super massive success for us because as, as the mentors just kind of going away doing their job normal day to day the new reps the people who are in training are really learning a lot from that um so that's been massively successful we're also driving you know big on team culture right and what i mean by that is we we purposely make sure that there are meetings every single day for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes where they're meeting with their teams mostly end of day talking about non-work related stuff we've seen there's a massive uptick uh, you know, in, in performance and engagement and enthusiasm and energy, when they have time to just kind of let go of work stuff, talk about sports or activities or how their life is going, it's been really good and it's been helping them, you know, get on the tra- on training track a lot more. And then lastly, I think we're doing a lot of stuff with games. You know, there's a lot of great online games like there's Jeopardy apps and there's buzzer apps and there's... You know, we have like survivor challenges based off the TV show where reps are, you know, on an island, quote unquote, and they're doing a lot of cool stuff like that. So I think, you know, increasing competition, increasing games, making things fun virtually is a big part of this new new environment.
0: I love that. I'm gonna to have to check out some of those apps for my team.
1: Definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Mert, this has been a great conversation. In closing, I'd love to understand how do you measure the success of your onboarding and training programs and demonstrate the impact though that sales enablement's having on the organization?
1: Yeah. So the obvious answer, you know, is how fast are reps hitting quota? How many opportunities are they creating? You know, how are their metrics like their phone to pitch or a pitch to close ratio. All all that is good, right? But I think one big one personally for me is I want reps to not memorize stories or memorize use cases or value props or information, but I want them to really understand it. And I want to know how they're understanding it and using it in their day-to-day operations, right? So, What I mean by that is, during our three phase onboarding programs, we have certifications to make sure reps know the materials, stories, use cases, and based off the answers, it's very telling of how well the enablement program is doing for them post onboarding. So based on the results, it's really great indicator knowing, and it's a compass as well for me to focus on areas. I'll give you an example. I had a class uh, pass the certifications and they were doing great in the role But one thing the managers expressed to me was that their Salesforce hygiene wasn't as great. So I looked back and I'm like, okay, so we need to do sessions more around workflow, our CRMs, our extensions, and focus more on that, not only in the onboarding, but on the certification as well. And the next class came around, we focused more on those areas that the managers had expressed, and they killed it. They were doing great post-onboarding, post-training. So we really are adjusting our KPIs as needed. And so it really helps that we're having these uh, transparent conversations with management and leaders uh, on the sales organization side as well.
0: I love that. And I love that you guys have built that agility. And Mer, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed this conversation.
1: It's been great. Thank you so much for your time.